swallow your pride. There's nowhere to hide. What would you decide when it's on the line? If it's do or die, would you compromise? Or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky, don't try to fly. Rocky roads, but we stayed unshakable. Been through it all and we still unbreakable. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. My name is Ashley Horner. It has been a while since I have dragged this co-host into my lair here at American Brew. Uh, Blue is back. What's up, everybody? That people have missed Blue. Uh, And actually, if I can be honest, I, too, have missed Blue. I feel all of you guys. In fact, uh, he's been around the last couple days or so, but this year he's really been home like five days and we're in the month of, uh, we're rounding the end of March. Yeah, I'm a hard man to nail down. He is a hard man to nail down. So, so I'm very, I feel very fortunate that I have you here today with me in my lair. He, uh, Blue was back for the 25 hour row that we did together. Um, but how have you been? What's yeah, been going I, on? I can't miss that. He's been uh, that getting event. jacked. He got up to like over 200 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Really. When, how did you do that? Really leaned into my diet, really. Um, and having people cook for you is like a big thing, too. Isn't that it's, nice? It's you know, so nice. He came home expecting the same thing. Yeah. And I put a stop to that real fast, I, people. Let me tell you. Immediately like, had the chef like, hat on and I was the one cooking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> had to it, remember how to do everything. It was like 7, 30, 8 o'clock. You know, nothing's cooking. Nothing's frying off. And, we're, you know, he's looking around. I'm like, babe, I am like off duty. <laughs> like hardcore <laughs> off duty. Welcome home. There are the skillets there's nothing in the refrigerator good luck yeah figure out what to cook everybody Mm -hmm. but you um you came home jack i always thought it was hard for you to like eat and train well on the road yeah it is um usually like not good depending on where you go i guess yeah not good sleep cycles usually play like a big factor into that and then also if um if we are like where we're getting our food from also plays a role in that and then supplementation too so Too much caffeine and not enough time to... Do you always get to take your supplements eat. with you? I try to. Um, it's kind of funny, though, because you get these... Depending on where you go, other countries Yeah, you got, like, boxes full of, like, mm-hmm. you know, your gear, your clothes, and then, like, some fun stuff you do, and then I'll have, like, a whole some separate fun, yeah, box that has nothing but supplements in it. There's some weird things <laughs> that get taken with... Yeah. Um, no, I, I would say a lot of dudes, like, have, like, like a little gamer box. Mm. Yeah, like I play video games. It's good pastime, you yeah. know, because we're so stimulated and we're like constantly doing physical stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. It's like a way for dudes to kind of just like disconnect. What What's usually harder for you, the training or the eating? Eating. Training's easy. Like I shouldn't say easy. Well, because your job is so physically demanding. Yeah, for the I most like. Part. I love the training. Um, I also love it though when somebody can cook for me uh-huh. while I train. <laughs> that is not me when he is home. Well. I cook, I, okay, wait. I am a master. I am a master at breakfast. Yeah. I can whip up breakfast and like for everybody in like five minutes. I've gotten so, I have everything like timed out. But I do a lot of pre staging the night before. Yeah. You also have upgraded. You know how to cook muffins now. Yeah. Which yeah. Is so huge. My, my manager at the brew, she had her baby. Shout I'm out to so Liz. I'm so excited. Um, so. 
in her absence, I've been stepping in and helping out with a lot. And um, one of the things that I'm doing is I'm just, I'm helping my, I'm doing a lot of prep in the back and working the kitchen, which I don't mind. That's another reason why I'm like not so, always super excited to jump up and like cook for you. Oh, don't start that. <laughs> you just started getting, I, yeah, that's true. you just started okay. doing prep. But I just, I actually hate cooking. I used to like cooking. It's kind of a long story why I don't like cooking anymore. Um, but so yeah, I'm in my meal plan right now. I'm still prepping, trying to prep for a show in August. And my meal plan, I have, I eat like two muffins a day. So one of the big staples, if you come to the brew, our muffins are really good. We have, we have really great muffins. And so I am the muffin baker now that Liz has taken a, the a time out. Man. I am the muffin man <laughs> making the muffins in the back. <laughs> And so Blue's excited about that. Absolutely. Dude, you got to throw some protein powder in there, make some protein muffins. That sounds good. It might change the consistency. I think I should just make them, start making them all like protein, protein muffins. see if anybody notices Yeah, I'll be like, everybody needs more protein. It's funny. I make jokes in the kitchen, like with, with the staff and the girls in the back. I'm like, I'm like, cause we have, everybody loves our pancakes. We have really good French toast here at American Brew. And I'm like, come on, guys. Can't we just give everybody sugar-free syrup? Are they really going to know the difference? And uh, it's just kind of like a laughing joke. But you throw sugar-free syrup at my brother-in-law. Oh, yeah. He, he for has, sure. Well, he has a maple. He does his own maple, maple syrup. Maple syrup up yeah, in so there Ohio. Are, I was going to say, there, is, there, are, there are coffee snobs, there are honey snobs, and there are syrup snobs. Yeah. They they can tell a difference. I believe that. And yeah. um, one of the ambassadors that came into town for my twenty five hour row, she brought she came in from Canada. Or no, she was she she's an ambassador now. She was not an ambassador. She recently just became an ambassador. Shout out to Sarah. Uh, she won one of my challenges, so she flew out here. But Canada yeah. is known for their maple syrup. Yep. And maple she yep. brought me a da- uh, a little jar. It's the sh- in the shape of a maple leaf. Yep. It's really cute. Yep. Uh, and I have yet to open it. I feel like it's something that I want to save and like never open it. Yeah, that it. needs to be. A, it's like almost like you a, know, a like whiskey. You like put it on the shelf. Yeah, you don't like, ever open it. Yeah. Because it's like, it's the bottle that makes it super cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I get that too. The the maple syrup, people would, people would figure that out pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so but talking about Sarah, um, the 25 hour row we just had last week and this time, this, it was a really big year. This was the fourth year doing it. My fourth fifth, fifth, fourth year doing the 25 hour row, yep. my fifth rowing event for Spikes Canine. Yes. And there were a lot of things that made this event different, uh, with the row. One of the things that was different is. The individuals that won specific challenges from the year of 2022 and this first challenge that I did uh, heading off 2023, they their prize was they got a ticket out here uh, to stay up for 25 hours and to row with me. I know like some people are like, oh my gosh, that would not be, uh, I would never want that as a prize winning to be like, oh, congratulations. Now you have to do a marathon <laughs> row of 25 hours. I think it's actually pretty cool though. You know, I like mean, they, how many times do like these people like, you yes, know, do. you, uh-huh. you do like, you get a little money prize or you get a car or something like that's a memory yeah. that she will have forever and I think that's super cool, you know, because you only get to go through life like with so many experiences and, you know, 
doing a 25 hour rose is not not something easy yeah so i think it's super cool that you allow people to come do that with you and not only that it's for an awesome cause too. yeah for spikes for the dogs yeah so my so leading up to the event my um I had well, I have so I have my team I have a couple people who work for me um they two once were ambassadors and then I also had some ambassadors travel out and be a part of the 25 hour row and then the winners of some of my challenges got to come out and you know what I think like one of the coolest things about the the row and these individuals who came out were you know, they, they kind of like, they didn't have a set time where they signed up to row with me. They didn't, you know, this was all new to them. Christina, Christina is one of my, was, is one of my ambassadors. She works for me now. She was there last year for most of it. She ended up leaving like, I think around three or four in the morning or something. Um, so she had an idea of what to expect, but it, the, the sound of this event, like I, it, it is very intimidating sounding. Yeah. Right off the rip. It's like, Yes. Hey, when, just stay up for 24 hours. Oh, on top of that, you're going to sit on a concept two hour and, and row. just row all <laughs> night long. And, um, but it was really cool to see my ambassadors that, that they came and, you know, out of like after people started trickling out, you know, after it started getting dark and the start, sun started setting, they started getting on the rowers. I think Michael was the first one. He, he's one of my ambassadors and he rode for an hour. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to row for another hour. I was like, right on, like, let's keep going. And then, you know, you saw, uh, Dara Shea, yeah. uh, she was a winner of, of one of my challenges. She's like, you know what? I'm going to get on too. And then, you know, there, before you know it, it was like, Michael was on hour three, Dara Shea was starting hour two. And then there were other people jumping on. And yeah. by the end of the night, I think Michael total rode 11 hours. Dara Shea rode like eight hours. Uh, Sarah rode a crazy amount. Um, Christina, Eddie, Raquel, everybody. Yeah, and Raquel rode a lot too. She yeah. probably rode around six or eight hours. And so I'm telling all of you guys this to like, well, first of all, we already have the date set up for next year. And I really want to encourage you, if you can, to come out and support and to be about it. But this just goes to show like this is one of my favorite events because not only is it for a good cause we're raising a lot of money uh for canines in need but what i love is seeing people break through their mental barriers of because guys like i there is yeah. literally nothing spe- special about me there's nothing that you know maybe like i'll just run through a brick wall until couple you screws down. Loose. yeah maybe, yeah a couple <laughs> screws loose for sure um, but, but like anybody can do anything if you, if you s- just put your mind to it, you know, you can do it. And we were talking about how much this event has grown. Do you remember the first year? Yeah. Yeah. It's and, well, and the neighbor. So where Amer- American brew, the restaurant is actually kind of located, um, just on, on the outside of a neighborhood. Yeah. So we have, na- we have neighbors that live in houses like right across the street. So yeah. kudos to them. They have yeah. American brew like right across the street to wake yeah, up and it's get pretty coffee. Awesome. But do you know our, um, our neighbors, Joel yeah, across the street Joel. from American brew, the first year, they had just moved into that house and, uh, it was our first year doing the 25 hour row. So he actually came into the brew the other day and he, he was telling this story about the first time that he walked over there. Um, he had just moved into the house and he said at 4 a.m. in the morning that he came around the corner and I'm just rowing my heart out. You know, <laughs> nobody's around. Nobody's around except for you. He said you're wrapped up in a blanket yep. with like... <laughs> 
an entire bottle of whistle pig down the hatch. There was like maybe one more shot left. And we were watching, um, I think you were getting me, trying to get me to watch Star Wars or like the, <laughs> the like Avengers, Avengers yeah. on this tiny little laptop. Yep. Yeah. And um, and you were cold. And, and it, that I was, was it. Freezing, it was just yeah. us. It was just us yeah, it was me and out you there. Out there. Rowing. Yeah. Occasionally you had a few people. Um, come like come up earlier in the night, but dude, once it hit midnight, like it was just nobody. It was just us, it was it was just just us, us out there on a rower, yeah. just all night. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's. it's I mean, crazy. even looking at looking back, you know, you talk about just. Well, he kept saying, I guess, like what Joel kept saying, he was like, he was like, I couldn't believe that you were just out there still rowing when like nobody was around. It was like he was like, nobody cared. Yeah. You could have stopped. Yeah, He's absolutely. Like, but you just you were still there rowing yeah and i guess i was like whenever i heard him say that i was just kind of like well like why wouldn't i like not be like what would i be doing like sleep that would be yeah. so boring yeah like what would i be i should would just go home then i guess if i wanted to sleep but you know the purpose behind all of it was to challenge myself to see if i could do 25 hours straight you know and every year i don't know what our fundraising goal was the first year mm. um but the last I think it was years, only two or three vests honestly I remember the first couple of years it, we, two. we I think it was only Maybe. two or three vests remember. that we were able to get mm. for the dogs but um, dude, what was the goal we hit this year yeah so this year we incredible hit, absolutely um, incredible eight vests got got are going so spikes canine fund this is the nonprofit that I do my row for every year it's luck of the canine the 25 hour row um so I was, we, we were able to raise over $25,000. That was over my fundraising goal, which was super huge. Kudos, shout out to my team, my ambassadors, Spikes, everybody who came and supported, everybody who rode with me, everybody who shared the story, because at the end of the day, it's not me, it's you guys who are supporting and believing in the mission that I believe in mm -hmm. and the mission of the charity that I'm, that I'm, that I'm pushing for. And, yeah. you know, people like Spikes Canine. Um, so that I mean that was great. That was uh, yeah, in absolutely incredible. Eight different dogs, um, all across the United States, correct? Mm -hmm. well, there's one local, and then a, all of them were like kind of scattered yeah. throughout, and mm -hmm. it's incredible because like those those vests save those dogs' lives. Um, whether it comes to you know them in their line of work, whether they're up against knives, guns, a anything, we've already heard multiple stories of these vests. They act yeah, they save that save yep. these dogs' lives. So. You guys' um, donations and everything are going to an incredible cause here for, you know, these these animals, as you say, they'll go places that we don't even want to go. You yeah, know, we, we, send send, we send them in first. Yeah. And, yeah. like, why not give them the best protection sure. there is out there? Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's also um, a tribute to your community as well, the Ashleets. Yes. Like, the, the fact that... Um, like this year, how many? I mean, how many total people from your community came and actually rode? I mean, it, it was, was a, it was a lot. There was like eight guys. I I so I'm like obsessed, like so obsessed with my community. So when my I get really attached to people, which has been I guess in my career of like running business business, it's been kind of like a detriment a little bit to my success because. I do get like super attached to people. Yep. Um, I just, I love, I love, love people. And so then for my ambassadors to just come out um, and a lot of them like paid their own way out here. Like yeah. I, we got them an Airbnb, you know, we, you know, took care of them once they got here, but um, you know, and just the fact that they wanted to be here to support me 
it meant the world, like truly the world. And we, everybody came over to our house. Yeah. Yeah. That um, was cool. We made just like the best memories and staying up all night together. Um, it was just an incredible, incredible experience. And, and something else to kind of go off of that too, is I was sitting with Michael and I was talking with him. My ambassador. Yeah. My, Ma- Michael, Michael. Yeah. Um, and you know, he's like the only guy ambassador. So I feel like he's the only one that I can really like connect with or talk to. But like the thing that we saw too, is like the moment, um, all of you actually showed up. It's kind of weird. It's, it's kind of funny, but weird. They're all the same mindset. You guys all think yeah. the same. You and Whether, I were talking about this. Or or maybe yeah. you were telling me about your conversation with Michael. Yeah, it's incredible Like with the community that, that you all have built together, the Ashley community, because you guys could, I feel like, show up somewhere and you guys would all kind of like be on the same wavelength. It's kind yeah. of the same as like me and my guys, right? Like whoever I'm with, if, if whatever we're doing, it doesn't matter who I'm with. Sure. We're all already synced up and mm-hmm. we already know kind of what to expect. It might, you know, there might be a little hiccup here and there, but I feel like it's kind of mm-hmm. funny. Your guys' community is very similar. It really is. In the is. sense that it's like. Because like whenever, oh, and I have, this is also weird, but I'm also a little shy or maybe it's just over the years I, I have like, I have developed some, some social anxiety. And so I always get really nervous. Plus, like, I don't know what to expect because I'm like, is this going to be like a crazy fan or is this going to be like a loving person that just really like genuinely doesn't put me on a pedestal, but is like basically with me to support me. Yeah. To be able to walk alongside me. Yeah. Not, I don't need somebody to, I don't need my community to like praise me or to put me on a pedestal. I need my community to always support me and one and 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 each uh, other. Yes. And that's, what's really, really important. Um, and that's why I I wanted to come up with like, why I have my ambassadors to just kind of help. And what I've seen is like these people who come into the community, like, I actually see like a lot of people who, who come in and, and maybe at first they're um, like they're I don't want to say they're like, they're like like stragglers a little bit or just but we like we bring them into this pace and this community of like this is the mindset this is the way we think like this is your capabilities and what happens is like when these individuals come into our community you start to see their confidence just it starts to snowball yeah, and it blossoms uh, yeah. yes and yep. um you know sarah who won the last transformation she's such a good example of that you know everybody has their own hardships but she has overcame so much and the person she was and she's newer to the community the person she was when she started the training program bulletproof she was not the same person when she finished and that's what happens when these people come into my community um they are not the same person the day that they entered in they are different they are different well then that in their community you know through facebook through all the social media things like it's so easy to connect and check in with people now too and hold people accountable Mm -hmm. for those things and i feel like you're your community is really starting to blossom in that field. Yeah. You know, you guys are starting to form your voice as a community and especially like you as the, you, know, you call yourself a leader or whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, I'm starting to see it a lot more, you know, and especially with your ambassadors as they slowly start to, you know, 
become that voice as part of your community too. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. really. I hope more more people. I really want more people to come out next year. Dude, and yeah. We next have sh- huge shout out to Concept Two for Greg, especially yep. up at Concept Two. I know those guys really well, and they have always been a huge supporter of the row. Yeah. And every um, year. I think next year, like I want, I want to see about like bringing. I don't know. Either Greg needs to come down. Yeah, Greg. Yeah, get out here, man. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like and a just, big dude too. Yeah. yeah, he's good though. You talk about perfect rowing form. I mean, that man is legit. I mean, he's like. The, I would actually not want to row next to him. Yeah. He'd be like, straighten your back. Yeah, you're pulling too soon. <laughs> you're slouching. Yeah, well, that and like just having more of your community because we had a, um, who else donated? Um, CrossFit Little Creek donated a couple rowers. Little Creek, and then um, who? Some individual donated the tent as well. We had a massive tent. I can't remember their names. I can't remember their names. Um, You know who you are. Thank Thank you you, for donating the tent, dude. It 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 never fails. Yeah, at like three in the morning. So I think we need to get cold plunge out here to do ice baths in between. Ooh. Or have like an ice bath out here. Ooh, in that between be, rows. That'd be intense. That would be really intense. I don't Can know. Can you imagine rowing and then everybody has to get in the ice bath for one minute, get Ooh. out, dry off, get back on that the That would rower? be the hardest thing. It's not that the cold would like ruin you guys. It'd be, you know, water. Like you guys being like too moist, oh, wet. While, like wet and that rowing. That is true. You probably don't want to get wet. Yeah, because that's, we try and like, yeah, you keep know, because dry. You, 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 yeah, during prolonged events like this, the more we can keep you dry less you'll get chafing and you know whatever rub spots and all these other mm-hmm. things so but yeah to but if you if you could like mm-hmm. ice in between each one it would probably recovery your your recovery After and your the whole thing yeah your your whole like the event during the event you probably would perform much better because mm-hmm. it gets tiring there's a lot of inflammation that builds up you know on 25 hours yeah, on a rower yeah um Blue got home, I think, the night before, the day before my row. And, um, or no, you got home like a day or two before it my was, row. Yeah. But it didn't seem because we had ambassadors flying into town like yeah, a couple days before. It was pretty crazy. Pretty fast. But I was actually, my training leading up to this row has been a lot different. Uh, every other year I've trained like on a functional fitness level, which I think that for for the majority of the population that is the type of training that i recommend for everybody is functional type fitness for me right now though my season that i am in right now i am focusing solely on bodybuilding so my cardiovascular um you haven't ran in like it's a long time when was the last time you went for a run it's been months like Uh, uh, (laughs) like four or five months yeah it's been a while that's when she says she hasn't done any cardiovascular training. That's what she's talking about. Yeah. She hasn't well because my metabolism's so crazy. Yeah, and, and you, I'm trying to eat right now. She's trying to put I'm, on size. I'm trying to put on size, and I'm trying to do least amount of cardio. Cardio only happens in the bedroom. Yes. The occasional kitchen table. Kidding. In the backseat of the car. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, so yes, all of the above, but. Um, the yeah my cardio is just limited it's it doesn't happen so coming up for this row i was you, really nervous you were yeah i i've most of the rows you you take head on this one you were a little a little Plus, more I antsy still about have this it. weird like back thing that just flares up randomly yeah you're just old stop it <laughs> you are not allowed to say that 
that's so that's like that's what i'm thinking i'm no, like this it's... injury has to be like the curse the curse i'm one year closer to 40 yeah. and this is what happens yeah i'm just looking at a picture up here of Gigi though i don't think she's ever had any pro back problems no Gigi did not come to the row this year oh, Gigi, aka is my thing. mom yeah yeah my mom always comes every single year and she was not able to come this year she um favored my brother over me this year and yeah. went out to alaska um but my brother does have five kids so she was probably needed yeah. a lot of more up in alaska than yeah it was fun auto got to just camp out in the truck camper yeah we uh opened up the some of the overlanding stuff blue has a big tent on the back of his truck so we just opened that up and let the kids you know sleep kind of there. sleep in that um but leading up i i i was definitely nervous about a lot of things and um i mean to the fact that like i mean i actually i i don't know if we want to talk about the morning of yeah the, the morning of was chaos um from from my standpoint anyways i mean get to the point of uncertainty so much with your the back and the training and what we were about to do and whether it was going to go against no i wasn't like, thinking i mean i wasn't no here's the thing is like okay i was really ner i was really nervous i was up very upset the morning of the row so much so that we were like a mile out from american brew and the start time was like 10 minutes or less than that yeah it was less than that yeah and i told him to stop the truck on the side of the road i said stop the truck i think we were still in our neighborhood i said stop the truck and he was like you gotta go ashley and i was like stop the truck i mean i don't know if i really want to talk about all this but um yeah i just uh what so like yeah, what what was it that so, was like telling you to stop? Well, because I never really got to hear this part of it. Cause yeah, no, we never talked about it. So okay, um, so March seventeenth, that's St. Patty's Day. We started on St. Patty's Day this year. This year was also on St. Patty's Day. It's Cash's birthday. So I honestly don't know like what happened the morning of the row. I just know that. I, I was feeling a lot of guilt because I was leaving the morning of, I was leaving the morning of Cash's birthday to go do something that was selfishly for me. Like I know that I was doing something for somebody else to raise money, but it like hit me the night before the morning of that I am leaving my son whom I already have all of this guilt that I carry around with me like a bag of skeletons for how much I've just worked and poured into my career. And um, so I had, I had a really big breakdown the morning of the row. And, um, and not only that, it was also, it was a couple things that like led to my breakdown. It was me f having the mom guilt and leaving cash on his birthday. Um, I didn't, I didn't have anything for him. You know, I had my ambassadors coming into town and I had to, um, you know, I had, I wanted, you know, I, I, again, like I love people. Like I wanted to get things prepared for the ambassadors. I wanted to make sure everything was set up for you're, them. You're also a perfectionist. Yes. I'm a perfectionist to a, to a fault in a sense that 
I imagine how things should go in my mind. I'm a perfectionist in my mind. I have like I I dream up these experiences of what I think something is going to be like and that's what I expect and if it's anything if anything falls short and it's not to my expectations which I know a lot of this sounds negative but this is just the truth and the facts then I I I like freak out or it's like you know it's something in in my head so I have all these expectations in my mind and and when when things start not lining up the way that I am I have imagined them to be um I just I start almost in a sense like spiral spiraling downhill and um like honestly like this year has been extremely extremely tough um um So blue, as you, like as I mentioned earlier, blue has been gone a lot, and I know that many of you guys think that I am invincible and that I am a uh, superhuman, but I am far, far, far from that. And um, you know, I, I talk about like um, I've been talking a lot about mental health. That's been something that I've really been into a lot recently and um when about a week before blue came home things got like pretty bad with for me and my my mental health and so i i contacted my doctor and i basically sent out like an sos i was like i need help or i need to go to the hospital like right now and um so i got on as much as like I hate saying this, um, I got on an antidepressant, and I was on it, and it's what I needed 100%. Um, I it had been uh, a topic that had been like brought up, and I've just I've been like, no, like I don't I don't like taking medicine, I don't like taking um, drugs and prescriptions, and I kind of was like, this is it's either one or the other, and um, and so I got on an antidepressant and within like a couple days I just like hated who I was I was just it wasn't me and so like the part of just everything um you know when Blue was home he hadn't been home for a while and it was just like I didn't even really care that he was home and the morning of the row I I just I through my antidepressants like in the trash and I was like I'm not like I'm not doing this I was like I'm I know that like I'm stronger than like any pill that I can take and um and honestly since then and like leading up to that like I just I really started just shifting trying to shift my mindset and like burying myself in God's word and that's really been the only thing that's really helped me but I think it was a it was a combination of just everything leading up to the row and like a little bit of what I was talking about like I do have I have developed some social anxiety 
sure I like again I love people it's not that like I don't want to see people or I don't want to talk to anybody because I, I love people like I love being here with my team at the brew and I it's kind of like the unknown you know there are crazies out there I just don't ever know what I'm going to expect or like you know what I'm going to encounter and um and so it got to the point in the car <laughs> he finally got me to the parking lot at, at um the row and it was literally we had one minute we had one minute and I and I didn't have like I had been you t- I wasn't like crying guys I was like bawling my eyes out like I needed to go to bed and sleep probably for like 48 hours I did not need to go out anywhere in public at that time <laughs> and um he you know has these big uh like gators or like wraparound glasses and he was like it was like one minute till he took his glasses off and he handed them to me he was like you know what to do Ashley and I got out of the truck I walked across the parking lot and you know it was like I turned the corner and there was Emily and Marie and um Jimmy and then Jimmy sitting at the end and I just you know I I just I honestly just gave it all to God. Yeah, it was it was interesting to see that too because you obviously seeing that the the whole event unfold in the truck and everything at the house, but then like the moment that came, it was it was it was almost a little eerie how like like the light like the the switch was flipped at that point. I had um, to though. Yeah, you did, and I, and again, I think a lot of the glory goes to God on this one. Um, actually all of them, but this one in particular, cause there was a lot of, I think there was a lot, a lot of demons and things that you were fighting that a lot of people just don't see. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that was, uh, and it, yeah, that was actually, this is the first time that blue and I have even talked about what happened. Yeah. Because he, he, um, I had my row, he left again on Sunday like right after my row I didn't even have a massager here to like rub my back <laughs> or my butt or, yeah or your butt mm-hmm. pancake butt yeah so um and then I the row was awesome I crushed it I walked away with uh really honestly like no injuries um that's the thing. just the that's the wear and tear part that's the, the part where, like I'm talking about like God just kind of took over yeah you know like you haven't done anything cardiovascular related and you i think there was only at one point like i looked at your rower and you were under like i think you were under five thousand meters mm-hmm. the last year row, i know there was a point in time when we were only hitting two or three thousand oh really yeah so even then like you were i was crushing. very consistent on my row yeah. I was very, very consistent. Like I, I tried to keep like the same pace. Yeah. And um But then the fact that afterwards, like no problems. We had a back issue we were worried about, we were concerned about. Uh-huh. We had the fact that you hadn't done any type of cardio. I was really, really worried about Rabdo. Yeah, we were worried about Rabdo yeah. and just maintaining the heart rate, keep it super low during out the entire entirety of the whole event. Uh-huh. And you came away unscathed mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm. It's I still Incredible. have inflammation though from my row. I think I still have inflammation or maybe Probably. I did consume a lot of sugar. Yeah. You know what's interesting is like the next the next day or uh, I think we were at church or we were at where I was at the brew. So it was like, "Yeah, I saw you rowing." 
And they're like, were you, was that Coke can next to you yours? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, I think like I drink, I probably had like two or three Coca-Colas when I was rowing I mean, because of that, at least two, Yeah. Um, because of the, uh, it's cold first of all. So it's very refreshing. The bubblies are really refreshing. You get that really fast, just sugar. Yeah. Kick and it's something. It has to be Coca-Cola. Well, people, I don't even like Coke. Yeah, people get in this and mindset a bit of, uh, that caffeine. Yeah, these people get in their, this mindset that you can't have sugar. Everything needs to be sugar-free, and you can't have carbs. No, y'all gotta only have protein. It's like, yo, you need those. I was inhaling those food. macros and those micros mm-hmm. as far as it comes to like sugar mm-hmm. and like carbs for events like this throughout the entire duration. You're burning so many calories, and even just to stay awake. Yeah. And alert, like. Well, you're you, also moving the whole time. Yeah. I've never felt like I was gonna fall asleep. It was when we would stop. Yeah, in between. Yeah, usually the last couple hours, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take five minutes to like lay here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and in case anybody doesn't know, it's uh, we've done a couple. I think we did one other podcast from last year on this thing, but. 25 hours we row for about 50 55 minutes and then there's a five to ten minute break at the top of each hour you know to go to the bathroom to get food and just to stretch really quick and then it's like it's back on it's like clockwork and then we read the citation of what of what um dog we're doing the next hour to for the dedication to honor the dog yep to honor the the dogs that have that have passed away in previous years and um then we started off and you keep going so mm-hmm. i think Last year we hit 180,000 meters. Um, I would venture to say we were probably close to 160, 180,000, which is right around 100 miles. Yeah. In 25 hours. I'll so. take that. Yeah, I'll absolutely. Also, too, like on these events, one of the reasons why, like I'm not just going out and like rowing for 25 hours. There's a purpose and a cost behind it, and I, th- I think that like, I, I, well, I know every every event like this that I have done, whether it's like running, swimming, whatever, um, there is a reason and a purpose behind it. And I think that like, you know, people who are like, Oh, I could, I could never do that. Guaranteed. If you're running, if you're racing for a cause that you really believed in a cause that hits close to home, that maybe affected like a child that affected a, a family member in your life, you'll, you'll, you'll pull out so much, strength and and heart and you will finish it it might not be pretty and yeah you might be crawling across the finish line but 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 the heart that it takes because of that you will make it yeah absolutely so next year's i'll look up the date for you guys it's a saturday sunday right it is it is saturday to sunday and it's starting on um St. Patrick's Day next year is actually on Sunday. So 16th, 17th? Um yes, 16th, 17th. Here's 2024. It is March 16th to the 17th. Our after party is going to be the 17th. And oh, we even had uh an equestrian out. We had the equestrian oh, yeah. uh I don't know what they call it, an equestrian police police horse? Uh just equestrian. A- Horse? Oh no! Or no, it's a um, patrol horse. horse? On, patrol horse on hooves. <laughs> I don't know. It was really cool though. Yeah. So we had a horse that came out, and yeah, then that was super um, rad. That's that was during the first day, 
And the second day, we we always start in the morning, so we're ending the following morning, like typically around 8 a.m. Uh, or 9 a.m. and then we have a big after party so I want to invite all of you guys that's listening uh, save the date for 2024 of March to come out Uh, it's the 23rd and the 24th uh, and we'll have a great time it's at American Brew wait 23rd 24th sorry I don't know why I said that 16th and the 17th goodness woman (sighs) yeah I was just looking at the wrong date Mm -hmm. so 16th to the 17th of March 2024. Come on out. Mug Save the date. Come on yeah, out. Yeah, drive, um, fly. You can swim because we're close to the water, or you could run here. Oh, if you plan on staying here, I highly recommend you bring a ground pad, something to sleep on if oh, you if plan you on, on staying yeah, the night staying. here. Um, obviously, we have the brew that we kind of crash in, but it's like the floor is not very comfortable. <laughs> well, the ground pad, we I use that for stretching. Well, no, so for other people who are, like, coming and trying to be a part of the event that want to stay no, with no, you. No, 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 Do not bring a ground pad because nobody is sleeping. <laughs> I thought you were talking about a ground pad for stretching. Ain't nobody sleeping. Well, not everybody can stay up like you, Well, then babe. they need to go home. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I might, give, I might show a little grace there, but come on out next year and that that's all that i got i'm trying to think if there's anything else that we missed my food i, I ate a lot of uncrustables i had uh, ice cream snicker bars i had coca-colas yeah i'm trying to think of any um, i ate some brew food we had pizza we had pizza we do pizza every time oh and um we so we had a big tent i know that we mentioned that shout out to the people who sponsored the tent and it was an individual that's why i can't remember the name um of the tent company but we watched movies. We'll throw on movies at night. Yeah, usually. What did we, we watch this year? What, what movies I were can't on? Can't even. Oh, it was uh, Point Break. Point Break. Because I, I've never, I had never seen Point Break, and everybody gave me such a hard time. Yeah. The night before, we had a big uh, pregame party at our house. The night before the row, um, and yeah, and everybody was like, "You haven't seen Point Break, Utah." So, yeah, because oh yeah, because one of the officers that we had over, he has a new dog, and his dog name is Utah. Utah. And I'm like, why did you name your dog Canine Utah? And which is actually a pretty cool name. And he was like, oh, from Point Break. I'm like, what's Point Break? And they're like, you don't know what Point Break is. I'm like, guys, I work a lot. <laughs> we watch a lot of uh, cartoons at our house. So yeah. Um. Anyways, hopefully see, we'll see you guys next year in person. Otherwise, we will catch you next week on the Reborn Show. Thank you. Uh, for hanging out and listening. We'll catch you next time. Later. Bye. There's nowhere to hide. What would you decide when it's on the line? If it's do or die, would you compromise? Or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky if you don't try to fly. Rocky roads, but we stayed unshakable. Been through it all and we still unbreakable.